0: Did
1: it do? Did it do? Did it do? 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 Did it do? 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 do?
0: do? A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple.
1: That's us! In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay! Here we go! So this podcast and some of the ones that are going to be coming up are just a few weeks outdated. We just, we're not ready to share them in the moment. So typically we do a like in real time, just Not typical for us, right? And typically we do an in real time kind of sharing with you all. So you know what's going on or like you actually hear what's going on in the moment and that's not the case this time around. So just so you all know, we're like a couple weeks. It's on the rewind. It's on the rewind. Here we go.
0: Here we go. It's a big podcast. How you feeling? Do you feel okay? Yeah, I
1: feel okay. Okay. All
0: right. feel okay. So we are going to, how do I say this, begin to, like, I mean, we're still going to talk about our fertility journey here and what a journey it's been.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So clearly
0: (laughs) I'm looking out into our non-existent audience, our audience of trouser over here. And uh, realizing that I'm going to have to carry this conversation <laughs> because, or I'm at least going to have to get it going. Maybe I can try to ask you an intriguing question that will spark your interest. Spice up this podcast a little bit. Sparkle-warkle. Sparkle-warkle. Um, do you know... Like peanut butter. Yes. Okay. Do you like peanut butter? Do you also Understand know what... that...
1: Understand <laughs> <laughs> what...
0: Swimming, Swim. swimming start. Um, um, do, you do you know, know what, what a IVF embryo is called?
1: What a blastocyst.
0: Right, but what's it? What's the nickname for it? Baby. Nope. Booby. Nope. Although, is that why a lot of people have twins? Ba-doop-tsh
1: wait i don't get it <laughs> Never mind. i don't get it
0: <laughs> well because boobie then twins and then because because a lot of people have twins with ivf it was i was connecting a lot of different what
1: are boobies to... and twins have to do i don't get it because
0: there's two boobies oh
1: <sighs> adam <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay cut it out
1: <laughs> okay what cut what what do, what do you call it i don't know a snowball Oh, yeah. because because they're frozen. They are frozen. Yeah. Is, that, is that it?
0: Yeah, they, the nicknames for them are snowballs. Because they're frozen. Because they're frozen.
1: Okay, well, we had one snowball put in.
0: We had one snowball put in, which is pretty great because we are just having a comet pass over the Earth. And a comet is what? A ball of ice, which I totally thought it was a ball of fire. It's a ball of ice passing, shooting through space and at the same time, we had a snowball of an IVF baby shooting,
1: shooting up, up Mattoon <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, we're really ready to be parents. What
0: if, what if, wait, wait. Get this. What if? Like, can we do like a painting or something where it's like, of my the, vagina? The galaxy. I almost and then couldn't even like, say. Pagina. You're like uterus, but it's like also a universe. Yes, you know, like it's good a totally thing we know a great painter. And then, and then, and then the comet, like the Neil Wise comet, going through, and then also the snowball. We are never going the... to
1: get this podcast done.
0: I mean, this is I love this idea. Anyway, okay, okay. So we had, have... <laughs> so we had I our mean, transfer. A lot we of had people ask. Yeah,
1: a lot of people ask you know, did, did they put a bunch in, but you know, we did all that genetic testing. So they just put in the one healthy one. They actually, they actually try not to give twins, not that twins are bad, but you know, there's just, twins can be higher risk. So, you know, the idea is like one healthy embryo, put it in. Um, So yes. And it was,
0: I actually got to be in the room for the transfer, which was, which was pretty cool. I don't know what, you know, typical protocol is, especially during COVID. But I was able to be there. And I mean, thankfully, our fertility clinic was just really accommodating to us throughout this and whole And then they process. make you
1: do a legitimate handstand. Right. Do you know how many Which is the funniest stands? part of this whole thing. So it, they, yeah. you know, it
0: takes like... I, well, well, what's crazy is they take it, they unfreeze it, and literally within, like, oh, they, minutes, it starts to, like, eight, grow. Eight
1: minutes. Well, no, I don't think they always do. It's, like, eight minutes, and the doctor was like, lay down. This blastocyst is growing, and it yeah. needs a home. I think I saw a tooth. <laughs> 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 and then and then when they and then they tip you upside down on the bed for 15 minutes Yeah, like me like, nee. nee. like you do when you're trying i mean how many handstands
0: yeah you looked at me and you gave me the most serious face in the world and you just like kind of mm-hmm. smirked and then you were just like the old handstand <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all so silly and simple so then a week goes by that's the most tenuous week of your life, and we were camping, and we just tried whatever we could to get our mind off of it, um, and then you go in for a series of tests, and basically our
0: nurse... Did you just, just quick, like, did you, was there any sort of, like, immediate shift in your body? No. You didn't, you didn't feel anything different? Like, no. even a mind-body connection, like... No, like and you that. Had I, this that maybe put inside I, of you. No. No. no, 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 no. Thanks. I mean, I'm just curious from. No, you know, and I, I think we ever honestly,
1: about no, that. and I think mostly you're looking for bad signs, and you think everything's a bad sign. Right. Like I don't feel anything. It's a bad sign. What's that cramp? It's a bad sign. What's going on? It's a bad sign. Right. I don't know. Did we we stop drinking alcohol? And kind of reduced on caffeine and stuff. Yep. Yeah, so we didn't like, you know, I, there wasn't much that changed and we camped and we did all the things and um, then you go in for your first HCG test and we got, they're looking for more than 30. I don't know what the, what.
0: Numbers of like it's a volume. Vol- of, yeah, of yeah, HCG More some, than 30. Some sort of unit of measurement that yeah. They're, yeah, they're like more than 30 or 20 to 30 or something. Yeah and our first one was like 258 and it was a super happy moment i mean that was definitely one of the first big real okay this is beginning to happen like this could this could really be because you know sticking was the one of the biggest um parts of this like this and so that was the first a first sign that we received really not that long ago that you know you know It was sticking.
1: And then we do another test on Thursday, and we have to see those levels rise. And they were 500 million.
0: Wow. Yay. Yay!
1: And we were not allowed to get excited yet.
0: Nope, not at all.
1: We were told.
0: Cautiously optimistic. Yeah,
1: we were told that those were all good signs.
0: but You know what's funny? Throughout this whole nearly four-year journey that we've been doing this, I feel like those words, cautiously optimistic, have kind of taken on this whole new meaning because everybody's always telling you to, like, be cautiously optimistic or not think about it. And we've talked about that extensively, but you just never, never actually know. You're always just like, okay— Cross that hurdle. What's the next hurdle? It's this. It's just this constant. It's it for us. It's well, just it's interesting because we just, just kind
1: of told in. everybody that we had a positive pregnancy test, and yet it was sort of anticlimactic
0: it, in a way. Yeah, because um, it was just more tests. It was just another test. It, right. Like, it was a different. I don't know. For me, it's just a different. Like we've been through so many different tests and good and bad and tried and not tried and.
1: Well, because at each point, it's like it's like you do you take that initial test, and if there's no like if the HCG is lower than thirty, then that's not good. But if it's higher, that doesn't mean anything either. Right. And then if you take, well, it means a little bit. And then if you take the second one it has to be going up. Like you have to be seeing it trend upward cause it can stop at any point. And so then that, and then it wasn't until the following week that we got a call and we are, we have like kicked ourselves every day since then that we didn't record it because I tell you all, we were crying and you would be crying. But Caitlin, our nurse called and was like, what are you doing in spring of 2021?
0: So here we are, and we can really officially say it now.
1: We're pregnant. pregnant! <laughs> I like that you tried to count to count us off there. I know.
0: my fingers <laughs> went up, and I was like three, ah! two, <laughs> yay, yay! I mean, What? We 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 have done it. We are officially pregnant. We can we can say that confidently now. We know that it's a genetically normal embryo, and so yeah. therefore. Um, Uh, Risk of miscarriage is significantly lower, but I mean, wow, what... And honestly, Lots we probably come, and
1: we probably won't air this. Honestly, we probably won't air this right away because I'm just not ready to tell anybody. Yeah, but, but when pregnant. when we air this, hopefully, well, well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing is like you can't just be excited about it. You're just I don't know. There's this part of you. It's so much disappointment that like there. It's, it's not that I'm trying to avoid the yeah. uh, excitement, and I trust me, I am, and like. I don't know. Congratulations, like, babe. I love you. Oh, don't make me cry. Don't do it. I swear that after this is, the tears will be over. Like, the rest of our life's going to be easy. <laughs> right. I know. From here on out. No, but Just like, I, I mean, year. can you imagine this kid when it's like being a total brat and us being like, do you know? How freaking hard <laughs> we worked to make you happen. you the luckiest <laughs> son of a bitch.
0: <laughs>
1: and no, we don't know the biological sex.
0: Yeah, and we're they'll let us know our
1: gen their gender. We don't know the
0: biological sex. And we're we're and we're not gonna find that out until it's born. And you made a, a point about this, I think, yesterday or sometime. You were like. And if you've listened to all of the fertility podcasts, you know this. We have, you know, really scientifically gone through every step of this process. We know so much about this uh, baby that was just implanted in you from literally a blastus to two cells to four cells to eight cells. Uh, We want to leave that surprise of the sex. We want a surprise. We want a surprise. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to wait.
1: We're gonna wait. We're gonna wait. And funny enough, I really want to know. Why do you want to know?
0: Is it just like deep conditioning that we have?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Everybody always says that they like people who who are maybe somewhat neutral about what sex the baby is. Will say things like, "Well, it also helps you to get to know them, and it's like one more thing to know about them because there's a lot of unknowns, and essentially." You know, like, like there's an anxiousness already to meet the kid, you know, meet the kid. Right. Okay. So basically where we are now is we had our first ultrasound six weeks and the baby's in there.
0: It's amazing. The baby's it's in amazing. there. I, it looks I, like a diamond I'm really, ring. I'm, it, yeah, it looks like a diamond ring. On and that.
1: it's the diamond. So it's itty bitty. And the placenta, no, the embryo, On it's on the outside of the embryo. It's and it's the ring. Of, yep. It's the ring. And it's in there. And again, we are supposed to be cautiously optimistic until eight weeks.
0: Yep. And that's where we're at right well, now. Well,
1: we're supposed to be cautiously optimistic until 12 weeks.
0: I mean, how, and how then, real does it feel to you right now?
1: Not well not very not not well i think when we you know it's so funny cuz that call that said what are you doing in spring of 2021 we i mean we lost our minds we were like no and i i remember it was just like a slur of swear words i was like you're mm, kidding me mm. And and uh, tears uh, and crying and crying and, and like yeah and like and i think that that's interesting to have that reaction after two hcg tests that were positive or you know positive and then going in the right direction which essentially tells you but like i don't really know i don't really know about pregnancy you know i don't know like for me, here's the thing. I think yeah. people get pregnant and they think once they get pregnant, they just assume they're going to have a kid and the kid's going to grow up to be 18 and then the kid they're going to die before the kid dies and like life's going to go in that order and it's all going to be swell. There's going to be some challenges along Extreme. the way. So yeah. That's, well, that's not like fantasy, yet. but like it's all going to be fine along the way. In our instance, it's like we knew earlier, like I even tried to open an account with Bump and uh, the app and they were like, uh, you said you were already, you know, and they and they and then they told me it written out because I said I was like, you know, I tried to do that at four weeks or something and they were like, they basically shook their finger and they're like, you found out earlier than most people. and then basically in parentheses was like definitely do not tell anyone it's way too early to be sure And they were like, you should have wait what did they say? they were like, you found out early instead of waiting till you're supposed to to take a pregnancy test And I
0: was like, First of all, I've Why now. Why are they shaming you?
1: Right. And second of all, I already knew for a whole week because I was told at three weeks.
0: They should have a question on there that's like Did you do, IV? do IVF?
1: Right. Do you have a reason for knowing that you're pregnant? Do you have a reason for already having an ultrasound under your belt?
0: Yeah. So, And then how are you feeling? Are you feeling early stages, week six?
1: Well, it's interesting. Yeah, around week five. Around week five, I started to feel a little swimmy a little stop a little swimmy a little nauseous maybe you know like not that bad yeah I feel but I do feel something yeah I'm aware of some things right yeah yeah
0: I think like I guess I'll just share from the yeah do you think it's real no I mean I feel a sense of relief like I, I really and it's and it's it sucks because it sucks because I've, I've watched you on certain days feel really bad, you know, as you like, you started to get sick and, and we know that that is most likely going to continue. But like, I have felt this, I think that, and I've talked about this in other episodes, but there was just so much kind of constant pressure The whole time and through our infertility journey of just like things not like there was always the the overhang of failure over over the whole thing it was just one we felt like and I knew it wasn't it wasn't my fault your fault our fault but it wasn't happening and we're so trained to as you were just saying about the kid grows up, they become 18, you know, blah, 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 blah. We're so trained to embrace these narratives that we have um, in society and throughout, and that, that narrative was just not happening for us. You know, I think we, we were super naive. I mean, I think we took several trips over the time and we're like, this is going to be our baby moon. This might be the last time. I mean, we went and we took a trip to France and we were like... 2017 in 2017 we were like oh my gosh are we gonna go and then not be able to drink wine oh my gosh we did we We thought we were gonna go and all the cheeses and and not eat all the cheeses and wine in in france because we were gonna be pregnant and that's the way it was gonna work out that was
1: literally like six months after we started and here we are
0: 2020 the middle of 2020 and we just got pregnant through ivf i mean so I, I guess in all that I, I feel I feel relief. Like there is relief. There's a weight off I'll just speak for myself. There's a weight off my shoulders that we have that we have wanted to get pregnant and we have not been able to and now we are.
1: It's so funny how I view sex now too, because I look at you and I'm like, there was always this pre question of like what What's the point of this sex? You know, like, what day of the month is it? Like, what what are we doing here? And then, you know, especially when it was like around the time we were "quote unquote" supposed to being um, supposed to being having sex, it was like, you know, then then comes in the like all the walls, you know, all the walls would, that would come up and be like, I don't want, now I'm not in the mood. I don't want all the pressure. This isn't going to work. You know, all that sadness and grief that would come in. It's so crazy thinking like right now that that none of that matters. Mm,
0: here's a question.
1: I have a little trauma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, I, Yeah. And maybe this kind of plays into it, but in your opinion, How do you think that our infertility journey... Now that we're pregnant and we're talking about it openly on the podcast. How do you think our journey through infertility changed our relationship?
1: Well, I mean, gosh. Navigating hard things. Like, that's really... You know, I mean... Honestly, babe. Honestly, I think it's going to be 2020 hindsight. You know? And, like, I think we'll look back. And I certainly... You know and I knew I I mean we talked that we talked about this a lot. You know, I I told I, and this was a a misunderstanding we had in one of our early fertility podcasts, I think the second one where I said I don't want to look back and have regret all this time. And you were like you you took it the wrong way. I think you just misunderstood what I was saying, but I was like typical. <laughs> It happens. But like what I had meant by that was I don't want to look back and go every single moment was tainted with or we didn't enjoy our lives because we were missing out or something like that. And so I just really wanted to be more less focused at that time on trying to make a baby, more focused on trying to enjoy our lives. But that was really near impossible because it just felt like there was always, I mean, it was just, you can't get that off your heart. Yeah. So how has it changed our relationship? It is really you know, we've made it through yet another hard thing together. I mean, people talk about relationships being hard. I don't think our relationship has been that hard. I think that our lot li- some elements of our lives have been really hard and we've and the relationship has been really strong. But the life part has been hard and sometimes that can deteriorate a relationship. And I think there was one year, I think 2018 was not a good year for us. I really don't think it was a good year for us, babe. I don't know. We fought way more than we ever, ever, ever have. And I think that the weight of this, I think it was... In, yeah, that was, yeah. Well, that
0: was the meat of it. You know, that was because we started trying in early 2017. Um, really, I think we were open to it at the end of 2016. But we started... No, no, you know.
1: I got a birth control in Jan 1.
0: Okay. So we started trying in 2017 and... Uh, Yeah, so 2018 was really, I mean, and then in 2019, I think there was like a, there was, we'd been in it for a while, so there was a more acceptance. But 2018 was really the meat of, oh, wow, this is just not working. Like, we're past these several months of, it doesn't happen right away, and blah, blah, blah. And then we had some really, I think it was that October of 2017, we had a, you know, we thought we were pregnant for a while, and then that didn't happen. And then, yeah, I agree, 2018 was not the best year for our relationship and but without i mean maybe we can get i'm okay to dive deeper into that but just to kind of round out this question um i think you're right and i think that's really powerful in the way of it's another um hill that we climbed as together as a relationship and now past that and knowing that there will be many more hills and difficulties within our life just because Life is a, a swirl of ease and difficult moments, and that you're just constantly navigating. And within a relationship, the ease at which you're able to navigate difficult situations becomes easier with the partner. And, you know, yeah.
1: I think we read in a book recently that, like, I think it was in a book, like, resilience is like when, when, when you really, what you really find with people who are resilient is that is more about like when good or bad things happen you're really not shaken by it something like that it's that's what it means to really be resilient is that both good and bad things can happen it's not about just like finally you know hacking life so that you get perception of them right right not not about like hacking life so you don't have bad stuff happen anymore it's really about like how you navigate it and i feel like that's what we got to practice and Honestly, like, I knew this all along. I felt this all along. We were not going to regret having time with each other. I think, again, 2018 felt like we were missing something, period, end of story. That's probably also when a lot of our friends were pregnant. I think, you know, our friends have a lot of, like, two- and three-year-olds. So that was just, like... yeah we were around newborns were and
0: or, or having babies or something like that. That's probably
1: that yep. yeah, played a big part. Yep. And so, yeah, but anyways, that, and I think we, there's no way you could regret having more time with just the two of
0: us. And there wasn't something that year that was really pulling our attention away. And as we've mentioned a couple of times now, we really like to travel and we orient a lot of our lives around that. We'll see what happens now. But, um, uh, you know, in that year we didn't, we, we spent, probably a lot of more time apart, like doing our own friends trips and travel. And uh, yeah, it was just, I, I mean, I never, you know, sometimes I have goldfish memory about those kind of things, but now that we're talking about it and looking back and, you know, I agree that was a really hard year
1: yeah a little crisis of faith stuff we've talked about but but i think what i think the other thing is like i you know we're just we continued you know and that was something that annoyed me people were like well you're just becoming better people to be parent and i'm like i'm like screw you like you you know you became a parent on accident when you were 17 and you're a great person like that's not like quit acting like we're blessed because we're having all this time to like really get straight with our lives and like I mean we're you know we would have made great parents four years ago we're gonna make great parents now sure there's something we've learned in the past four years I'm positive about that I think it you know it didn't hurt but you know it's also and I don't mean to be morbid but it's four less years of life with this kid you know Mm -hmm. I mean when we die you know could have had four more years <laughs> i'm not kidding like i just like i don't want it's like, i don't want people to say like oh you had all this time to like hang you out don't want, you don't want i don't want what, anybody to tell me shit is
0: what i don't want right well you don't want people trying to paint a positive light over it when you want to be able to sit in the realness and the vulnerability of the actual experience not sugarcoat it
1: yeah i don't want people to tell me shit
0: right Break that down to I don't want people to tell me shit. <laughs> I think it's I think it's I, I, sometimes I love being your professional translator. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the muddy soul and putting it into my over explanation ways of saying things. I
1: like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay.
0: We do have one thing that we did remember to record. I'm so glad. And so we did record us telling my parents. Um, and specifically my mother telling my mother that we were pregnant. And so the funny thing about this is <laughs> when my soul right before we FaceTime them, we did it over FaceTime. They're several hours away. And, uh, and um, she said, Adam, how do you think your mom's going to react? And I was like, oh, I know exactly how my mother will react. <laughs> she's going to do this thing. She does when she's really excited about something, which make this noise. And she'll go, whoa. <laughs> you know. Um and that's exactly what she it did. Was so. and, it was hysterical. It was exactly
1: so what you said. We
0: were so excited to tell them, and then when she did that, it was, it
1: was and I'm fun. so glad we caught one of these magical moments yes. on recording because I still I'm still kicking us for not recording us being told.
0: But it would have been a it would have been a good thing. We'll get better at the podcast. So let's play. Let's play this. Here we go. Hey,
1: Queen.
0: Hi, Mama. My timer yeah. yeah. Can you hear us all right? Yes, yeah. fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you get? Can you call Dad? Where's he? Now. Yeah. It's Evan and Marshall. You want to come and FaceTime with them? Evan, did you get your hair cut? Um, about a month ago. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Didn't? Wasn't it shaved when we went there? Maybe.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You like it? You? You always like it. I got I, like I got I you, got your hair, Mama. I come and talk to hey. hey,
1: move the phone so we can see you.
0: Hold it up. Oh, you're uh-huh. so beautiful. Thank you. We got some news to share with y'all. Yeah, good news, I hope. Yeah, good good news. Good news. Good news. What's that?
1: That we're pregnant. What?
0: <laughs> the best news ever. <laughs> Whoa I've, I've been wanting to ask you guys the last couple of times I talked, but that's a hard question to ask. Yeah, yeah. I well I didn't want you to think I was like putting pressure on you or Well, I appreciate that, Mom. I appreciate that. So what do you know so far?
1: That's amazing. That's That was so sweet. And I really, I just really love, I just love, you know, it was a huge, you know, when we told your dad that we wanted to get you them both on the phone, he was like, oh, okay, you know, you kind of knew. And my parents knew quite a bit about the process too. And so, and you know what's so funny is like, you know, just a handful of people know that we are going through this because I needed like re- in real life, real time support. And a lot of people, babe, have been surprised that it worked. I think it's really, I think it's, you know, when we got that. a
0: lot of stories throughout the thing of, oh yeah, they tried that, didn't work once or it didn't work twice. And they, you know, I heard a lot of stories like that. So we are blessed in that way.
1: Well, for sure we're blessed in that way. Yeah, definitely. In many Many ways. yeah. Yeah. But we, you know, we had, I think, I think we had the 10, we had the 10 eggs. We had the, you know, they're all mature, all 10 fertilized. Then it kind of dropped to seven. And then, you know, we had that real low moment where there were only two genetically normal embryos. And, and I realized, you know, how tenuous this really is. So, and that was my fear was that we only had two shots, um, you know, to use this round of eggs and get, you know, you know, genetically normal babe. And, so anyways, you know, it's interesting you you go through something and then all of a sudden you feel like an expert. I do think that there were maybe two things I would share about our process. If anyone wanted to reach out and ask, yeah. you know, we have this we have an email account reading aloud love at gmail dot com. Please feel free to write. I have a lot of people reach out through Instagram and Facebook and just you know, thank you to everybody who listens and this is really a you know, it's so vulnerable, but like I can't explain it when we first started the podcast i just I just felt like there was something. It to these conversations we were having, just the depth of conversation, and I, I and I, I say this often. It's like I have many platforms. I do a lot of talking on different platforms, but just babe, the some of the stuff that you share and say, it is such a gift to the world. And you know, I I we get feedback, you know, weekly, sometimes daily, just like with gratitude and please keep it coming because, you know, this is not something we do for money yet. You know, maybe one day.
0: Um, <laughs> what? I was thinking, well, we got a kid on the way, so we better <laughs> start
1: making money. Um, you know, we, we and we do it just because it, it continues to feel like the right thing to do. And yeah. I just, I'm so grateful to the people who listen. And our listening base is growing exponentially. It's amazing how yeah, it's just amazing. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. I don't know how else to say it. I just want to express that gratitude to you all. It's really because of you all that we do it. And any impact we have, but yeah, I have some thoughts on IVF. If anybody has a, and you know, I feel like we had really incredible doctors and just a few key things that he said made a big, big difference. And I've heard it not go well for other people. And I've also heard those key things be fairly different. And I, I wonder if there's um, any wisdom that I could pass along.
0: Yeah. And you know, I appreciate you saying that. And um, I, I would echo all the gratitude that Soul just shared and also offer um, myself out there for their my any- Venmo
1: account number in case you want to Venmo <laughs> us. It's like Patreon but no. jankier. <laughs> um,
0: but I would just yeah just offer as well you know my support to any um, guys out there who are going through infertility process. If they ever want to talk about it, I'm definitely here for that. So mm, thanks that's for generous.
1: That. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Thanks, babe.